105 FM in Mukopane. We are supposed to have a conversation now with, for the purposes, of course, of the African narrative with Advocate Sipo Mandula, who's a researcher at the Tabombeki African School of Public and International Affairs at UNISA. It is happening. We're just playing around with technology. Where he is right now, he has been hit with load shedding, and you all know what that means insofar as it relates to connection and connectivity and all of that. So... In the meantime, let me just quickly engage you as to what we are due to talk about. We are talking about the fact that in Mozambique right now, as a result of the conflict and other systemic challenges, nearly a million people, elderly people, children, are going hungry in conflict-hit Mozambique. Just for context, we are talking about an area that is one border away from wherever you are, as you are listening. For the most part, I'm talking to South Africans in South Africa anyway. And maybe some in the Sadiq region. I'm talking about Swaziland, Malawi, Zimbabwe as well, Zambia. In Mozambique, our neighbors, our brothers, our sisters, a frontline state to South Africa, nearly a million people are hungry right now because of the conflict in that area. And we therefore cannot and should not take for granted that what is happening in Mozambique cannot and will not happen in South Africa. Terrorism networks operate very surreptitiously, and you will only know about them when they've killed somebody or when they've caused some form of destruction. To tell us more about that, because these are issues that are as much South Africa's as they are that of Mozambique. Advocate Sipamandula is on the line. Sipo, good evening. Thanks for joining us. for this African narrative, which is very critical. Uh, a day before, there was a cry from many people who are following radio about an African uh, debate on African issues, uh, analyzed by Africans and able to can share the plight of people of Cabo Delgado. And I think SAFM has been doing very well in the morning and in the evening to keep the listeners awake and to know about this current crisis. Very well. Let's get straight into it. And we thank you so much for the appreciation. Over the weekend, there was a SADC double troika summit held in Maputo, Mozambique. Tell us exactly what it was that was discussed there and what of relevance to this topic insofar as it relates to the insurgency in Mozambique and the fact that as a result of that terrorist insurgency, some nearly a million people are going hungry. That is quite true, Sanghas, and I think the last part of your statement echoes very well to many of us who, are, who have been analyzing conflict trends or, or crises that are, are now emerging in the African continent. That the issue that of human disasters, that what conflicts are, are now able to bear this brand is that you have refugees, you have children, you have women, you have uh, children being killed mercilessly, you have women being raped. So this is the challenge that you find that when heads of state meet, and by the way, when they meet, they use what they call communique. So in that communique, you will find it very uh, technical by its language and not giving us an indication like you're doing an X-ray. You want to understand what is the the push and the pull factors of this 
conflict and the key word that they were using was that there will be the technical team there will be a technical uh, assemblance of the uh, of the military from south africa zimbabwe and you will understand that this double troika even if they are raising concern on on acts of terrorism on acts of uh, children being killed and uh, condemning it. The main fact is that so as, as we are speaking, World Food Program, this, I mean, today, have announced that you have almost a million of people who are going to bed without food. So this is a challenge when the leaders are still meeting, and they had an ample of almost four to five months to come up with a plan on the Cabo Delgado situation. If you remember that the Troika met in November 1st in Kaburoni. And this double troika, it was, one can say, was a push to President Nusi to say now that there is a need for us to look at this crisis as a regional threat. And that's why I think we were missing the uh, point of even understanding the role even of private mercenary companies in that country when Africa should be at its peak to can defend itself from this group of incendiaries and we, if you look many reports are coming that this was well planned in terms of communication and at the, at the same time there was a strong link of the isis groups that are outside the this region communicating about how are they going to raise this issue of the natural liquefied gas that is in that region so so in short you can say this double troika, there was no a sense of giving us an indication of how are they going to intervene on a humanitarian crisis? How are they going to restore stability in the region? Considering that you've got Tanzania, you've got South Africa, you've got Malawi. So these countries have to be equally concerned, including Zimbabwe. Let's talk about the fact that the Troika itself is dealing with a double-edged sword, if you like. There's, of course, the defense aspect as to why Troika itself should be there, but specifically the hunger question. I mean, the World Food, sorry, the World Food Program of the United Nations lists at 180 or ranks at 180 of 189 countries, Mozambique. That is very poor. That is very low. I mean, on the Global Hunger Index 2016, it ranked 102 of 118 countries. So with or without this terrorist insurgency, the humanitarian crisis has always been there. But now it is exacerbated by the insurgency. And of course, it follows resources. But let's talk about the fact that ultimately there are some systemic failures in Mozambique, the nation itself. No, definitely, Songhez. And you'll understand that the clash between Renamo and Frelimo cannot be ruled out. Um, corruption, uh, embezzlement of funds within the ruling party. Um, issues that concerns even what you are raising, that even when the world food program is highlighting or signaling or giving us an early warning, then there is a cost. In any humanitarian crisis, we must always put the digits on it, that there is a cost implication in terms of that this is a country that has went through climate uh, changes of Cyclone Idais, Cyclone Ilona, and they've went through a conflict. And even at the same country that the northern part, it has never been 
developed. Now, coming with these multinationals, you ask yourself that if you have a country that is so blessed with a natural resources, and at the same time, others are just coming to uh, dig, exploit, and don't focus on the socio-economic survival of the ordinary people. And that's where we have a serious challenge that the SADC intervention should not be pronged only on a military intervention. It should have a multi-transdisciplinary approach that will look at issues of socio-economic survival, the issues of health, the issues of the dissidents, young people who are either being used, abused, and at the same time becoming at the center, or one can use the word becoming the canon folder of this conflict that has been simmering for almost four years. Yeah, there are some serious issues that you raise. I do want to take them on after the ad break. It's 2120, fellow SAFM listeners and participants. Let's take a short ad break with Advocate Zipomandula, who's a researcher at the Tabombeke African School of Public and International Affairs at UNISA. This is the African narrative talking about the ongoing crisis is at least what it can be called in Mozambique. If not hunger in the population, then certainly the insurgency from the terrorist organization that is now creating even greater regional instability, not so much stability in Mozambique. I say regional because what happens in the one country invariably affects the other country. Think Zimbabwe, think South Africa. No, it's Mozambique and inevitably South Africa. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. On SAFM. Immediate technical deployment will be directed to Mozambique to aid its fight against the insurgency in the northern region of Capo Delgado. This is a resolution from the SEDEC Double Troika Summit held in Maputo, Mozambique over the weekend into yesterday. The meeting, which was convened to discuss the ongoing security challenges, also expressed concern on the impact of terrorism is having on the people of that region. Just last month, dozens were killed in IS. ISIS-linked militants attacked a hotel in the coastal town of Palma. SADC leaders met. What have they concluded? We're engaging that question. Is their situation of severe hunger, as reports are suggesting? That is pretty clear there is. It's a question of how now that can be mitigated and why South Africans should be worried. Could we also face terrorist attacks? Perhaps that is a question that... progressive South Africans, certainly, if not all South Africans, should be asking themselves. I've said it once or twice that this is not just a Mozambique issue. It's clearly a South Africa issue, as it would be a Namibia, Zimbabwe, Botswana issue. But for South Africans particularly, Advocate Mandula, tell us, please, why South Africans ought to consider this as much their problem as it is that of Mozambique. So if you, you turn to pages of history, our relation with the frontline states, um, the assassination of the former president of Mozambique, uh, Samora Moiso Machel, directly links us to this crisis. The role that uh, the former president, the founding president of this country was married to the then wife of Samora Machel, Grasa Machel, still takes us to the question of us being concerned because this being the regional belt. South Africa has to be equally concerned because some of its workers were even working in that part of the country. Hence, we had reports of even some of the people who were injured in that hotel, in that famous hotel of Palma. Uh, and, and, and that's where we should be concerned at the same time that South Africa plays a key role as well in the 
troika because in the troika you have issues that deals with politics security defense so our capability automatically implicates us complicates us to be part of this intervention and that's where it is not only a matter of uh, being neighbors but our foreign policy so talks about ubuntu so if your foreign policy principles talk about ubuntu it is very critical for us to understand this crisis but at the same time you must remember that there's a point where we have lost command in the african union in the un because of how we have handled different interventions the crisis in mozambique puts us in the same footing if you'll remember in 1996-97 in the drc crisis mm. when there mm. was the same double troika meeting where zimbabwe was sharing the sadek and zimbabwe was not for the intervention in the drc and south africa was sharing the troika and that's where we find the same crisis that Haburoni is sharing the troika but Mozambique is the chair of the heads of, of Sadek, state of yes. Sadek. Yes. So that's where you have issues that even uh, Masisi could not chair the meeting of the double tracker because the chair of chairs would have been the host, <laughs> which was Philip Musi. And Philip Musi has been skeptical on what we called a multilateral intervention. He wanted the one-on-one -on -one intervention, either Zimbabwe, uh, that was his favoritism. But even the former colonial master, Portugal, has been moving around Mozambique since last year. You've got the appetite of Russia in that country. You've got even the interest of the Biden administration of training Mozambicans in terms of dealing with terrorism. Then you ask yourself, where is the African uh, standby force? Where is the SADC military grouping? And that's where I was saying earlier, Songe. So some of us, we are worried about the private mercenary groupings that have been being parachuted in that country for many years. <laughs> and at the same time, we are not able to can maintain what you call human security because what is at stake in the conflict of Mozambique mm. is not only security regime, it is not all about securitizing the private multinationals, but it's a human security. It's the safety of the human lives. It's the survival of those children and women yeah. who have been moving from, from that area for many weeks. It certainly is, and I think I want to leave it there because I am pressed for time. But finally, given the fact that this belongs to the realm of human rights at a fundamental level, what do you hope the Troika Summit's um, proposals will herald or that of Mozambique, the nation itself, or that of SADC, the region, or better yet, the African Union, because ultimately, if we like, an injury to one is an injury to all. And what is happening in Mozambique ought to affect all of Africa. What do you anticipate to be the agenda going forward in response to this matter? You know, Songa, so what we are waiting is for the Troika chairperson, President of Botswana, uh, which will be monitoring closely, that he has to report to the uh, extraordinary organ Troika summit that will be held soon, uh, within three weeks, because they have to have a meeting again for a report back, because the issue of the technical team has to be called, as in other languages, they call it the fact-finding mission. So they have to find uh, ways, because before they went to the double Troika, New had already said that we are we have able to can restore 
uh, some of the towns in Palma and some of the areas. So one can see that there might be some, either Sadek is too late in the in that uh, crisis, but at the same time, Sadek need to craft a roadmap that will assist Mozambique and countries like DRC Congo, because I don't want them to look at one country and at the same time they lose focus in other pressing countries in the Sadek region, which has a similar crisis of terrorism and as well as violence and gross human rights violations. Very well, Advocate Mandula, let's leave it there. Thank you so much for your time. Noel Crowey in Cape Town, with whom I'm going to go hiking in just shy of a month from now, says counterterrorism, religious and ethnic tensions have largely been neglected as the conflict has been simmering for years. Songhezo. Long-standing feelings of marginalization and issues of unemployment have created a decision council to protect resources in Capo Delgado. Yeah, very geopolitical issues. Yeah. Final comment, final comment, Sipo, please. So, so quite true. I had a conversation with the former president of South Africa, Tate Kalma Mutlante. We came into the same conclusion that unemployment, the youth who have been left squandering in that country for many years by the government of Renamo, Frelimo, both having shared government at some point, they failed those youths and those youths are now open to the drug cartel. They are open even to the issues of being used by the foreign renegade groups, what we call the armed irregular groups. Let's leave it there. Sipumandula, researcher at the Tabumbek African School on Public and International Affairs. This has been The Viewpoint, folks. Thank you so much for your time.